Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are they who trust in him. In the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. One of the great joys of our return to public worship in person has been our return to this edifice, to this view, to the many ways, sometimes surprising, that the very fabric of this church building speaks to us. Sacred art, images, windows, the shape of the building itself, the intentional use of light. When we gather together in church, these beautiful things help us to worship. They direct our focus. They give shape and color to our prayers. They bring the stories of scripture alive. They play their own part in our worship of God the invisible God, revealed in the visible person of Jesus Christ. One such artifact in this church is the crucifix that hangs in the Mary Chapel. It's over there. If you can't see it now, step into the chapel after Mass. And if you're still worshiping from home, when you return, come in and take a look. There's something that makes this crucifix different from the many others that hang throughout the church. In most of them, Jesus is naked. Well, he's nearly so. In every account of the crucifixion in the Gospels, Jesus is stripped of his clothes before he is hung on the cross. This was standard procedure for Roman crucifixion, a method of execution that was not just painful, but humiliating. So most of our crucifixes are accurate to that historical detail of the event, although they do all add a small loincloth and a gesture of modesty, which is a gift that Jesus would not have been given in his own crucifixion. But the cross in the Mary Chapel is different. This cross is not concerned with showing us a realistic historical portrayal of Jesus' crucifixion, but rather it highlights for us one important meaning of the cross for our faith. On this cross, Jesus is wearing clothes, and not just any clothes. There on the cross, Jesus is dressed as a priest, in vestments that we recognize as priestly. He's wearing an alb and a chasuble and a stole. He's dressed exactly as Mother Karen is this morning. This crucifix with dressed-up priest Jesus is giving us a clue about what Jesus is doing on the cross. Priests offer sacrifices. It's what makes a priest a priest. Historically, to offer a sacrifice 
is to give something up to God, maybe an animal or the first fruits of a harvest, to give to God what one can in the hope of being made right with God in some way. Now, Jesus was not a priest. He was a rabbi, a teacher. But imagining Jesus as a priest is not all that remarkable, at least in an ancient context. Nearly every ancient culture and religion had priests and sacrifices, whether Greek or Jewish or something else. A great deal of the Torah, the law of Moses in the Old Testament, is concerned with the various kinds of offerings that priests make on behalf of the people. In ancient Jewish temple worship, the high priest offered sacrifices for his own sins and for the sins of all God's people. So dressing Jesus up as a priest on the cross, well, it doesn't give us a literal visual depiction of a first-century crucifixion. But it does tell us that something deeper than just a crucifixion, just an execution, is going on. It signals that on the cross, Jesus is not just the passive recipient of a state-sponsored execution. On the cross, Jesus is like a priest offering a sacrifice of some kind. Except what is this priest's sacrifice? We'll just take a look at any other crucifix in this room, and you'll see in graphic detail what or who is being offered. We heard from the letter to the Hebrews this morning. For it was fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, blameless, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. But, unlike other high priests, he has no need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then those for of his people, for this he did once for all when he offered himself. This is no ordinary priest, for on his cross-shaped altar there is no animal, there is no grain offering, no tithe of money. There is nothing but the priest himself, offering up himself like a slaughtered lamb. Jesus the priest and Jesus the victim. One offering from God to God for us. This moment of self-offering is what Mark's gospel has been building up to the whole time. For weeks now in our gospel readings, Jesus has been on the road to Jerusalem, on the road to the cross, warning his disciples that this would happen. When he heals Bartimaeus in today's reading, he's in Jericho. It's his last stop. 
and here, so close to the end, so close to Jerusalem, here, Bartimaeus does what the rich man two weeks back never could. So desperate is he for Jesus' healing power that he throws off his cloak, likely the only thing he owned, to run to Jesus. And when his vision has been restored, immediately he follows Jesus. Those two simple instructions of Jesus, give up everything and follow me. Bartimaeus, this blind beggar, obeys unasked. But he's not following Jesus into the sunset. He's following him to the cross, to this sacrifice, to Jesus' priestly duty. Now, we in the church have priests, too. This is true. And they dress like Jesus on that cross in the Mary Chapel those ordained to celebrate our sacrifice, the offering of bread and wine, simple, meager gifts, following Jesus' instruction, giving to God what little we have, and in return, giving to God's people all that God has, all that God is, the very body and blood of Christ. It is an awesome and a humbling responsibility. But, in another sense, perhaps a truer sense. We are all priests. All who are baptized into the death and resurrection of this great high priest who poured out himself for us on the cross. All of us are called to share in his priestly ministry. The Christian life is a priestly sacrificial life. We are all called to offer everything we have to make that great and terrible sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, to give everything we have, everything we are, to the God revealed in Jesus Christ. When we, like Bartimaeus, throw off our cloaks, and run toward Jesus, saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. When we leave our baggage behind and follow him to the cross, we all don priestly garments, brighter than those on that cross in the chapel. Giving what little we have to offer God, and in return, sharing everything that God has, everything that God is with the world, showing the world Jesus, this priest and this victim who offered himself once for all so that none of us would have to live in darkness forever, so that none of us would taste the sting of death forever, so that all might be made right with God and with one another. So let us approach the altar of our great high priest, knowing that what we receive is nothing less than the priest himself. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ.
Amen.